I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, my name is Marcus Bronzy. And my name is Kay Kern. This is Ain't Got a Clue. That's right, this is the podcast where we answer quiz questions in a fun and, and in, uh, entertaining way. Yeah. Um, at least that's what it says in the description of the podcast. So uh, go and rate it five stars and you um, you drop a uh, review as well saying it is actually like that. Okay, um, I, everybody says to drop reviews on the podcast, so I just assumed it's a, it's a good thing for you guys to do. So apparently it helps us out, so please do so. This is true. Yeah, please do that. Thank you. Thank you very much so yeah the show's real simple in our quest for knowledge one of us asks the other one a quiz question we then give them the answer and to help them remember it we have a little chat about it it's my turn today Kay, to give you the quiz question right for 10 points which novelty children's toy pet previously helped to fund the kkk hey sorry what is the question again <laughs> Which novelty children's toy pet previously uh-huh. helped to fund the KKK? Hey. <laughs> uh, I ain't got a clue. The answer is Artemi or Brine Shrimp, aka Sea Monkeys. Can I just say something, right? Sure. <laughs> you know, nothing's ever good when I say, can I just say something? It's not one thing, yeah. like, it's just loads of things, right? I I have a massive pet peeve with um, creatures of the sea, let's say, mm-hmm. that are named sea so-and-so, right? So it's like, oh, that looks like a monkey. Sea monkey. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, that looks like a horse. Yeah, it's a sea horse. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, give it a real name, bro. Just give it its own name, right? Like, do you know what I mean? You don't need to do... It's lazy, sea- isn't it? So, what's it? Looks like a lion. Sea lion. Sea lion. There you go. It's lazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's so lazy. It, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, imagine going, that's a sky bird. It's a sky salmon. That's a sky salmon, that is. Look, see that see that thing, yeah, that bird uh, over there. It looks a bit like a fish. Yeah, man, that's a land no, tuna. No, but it'd be worse. Yeah. It'd be like, that's a sky monkey. That's a sky... <laughs> that's a sky lion. That's a sky horse. Look at a sky dog. Like, you wouldn't say that, would you? Squirrel. Yeah, look at that. Sky rat. Tree rat. Look, <laughs> tree rat. <laughs> A tree rat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I saw a rat the other day. Anyway, on. let's get on with it. Go on. No, I just, like, it was near my house. And I was like, you know when you, they're like, you're never seven meters away from a rat in London. And you're mm. like, yeah, whatever, man. That's just, they're probably all underground. I literally saw the rat just on road, bruv. Just chilling out, looking at you like. It was looking for a hole and then it just went down one of them drains. Was it a big one? A big one? Because I always. Yeah, it was a big one, bruv. I'm surprised at how big rats are. Rats are huge, bruv. Like, rats. 
rats are like UFC heavyweights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of the rodent kingdom. Yeah, you see in the rodent kingdom, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bantamweights are like the mice. Say, hey, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock the shite out of you, like. Yeah. I'm gonna knock the shite out of you. Hey, I'm gonna beat him up. I'm gonna beat him up. I'm gonna beat him up. It's all right. Oh, jab, 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 jab. All of that, whereas <laughs> rats are like the big, yeah, uh, uh, I think I'm gonna beat him. Uh, Three round knockout. Uh, it's absolutely fine. Uh, These guys are big, bro. Oh, to rat doing an interview on Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, can you pull that up? Yeah, <laughs> get that up on YouTube, please. <laughs> pull up his last fight on YouTube. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I beat up a sea lion. Yeah, <laughs> I was hitting the cheese pretty heavy before that fight. You know. Um, so yes, Kay. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's talking about his diet. Oh, uh, just you know, like uh, three weeks prior, I sort of cut down on the cheese. Uh, I, I do a bit less scavenging just to make weight. Oh, and um, yeah, that's that's how I lose weight. And then Joe will be like, "Yeah, have you tried DMT? <laughs> Man, you should try ayahuasca." <laughs> I love that man Anyway sea monkeys Yes Kay Sea monkeys So yes In case our little conversation there Hasn't sealed the fact in your head already I'm going to tell you a little bit more About the story Around sea monkeys Did you ever have sea monkeys Before we get into it though Kay What do you mean Did I ever have sea monkeys Did you ever Did you ever have sea monkeys The toy that I'm telling you about Some people tried them Some people didn't Oh no I didn't know It was was an actual thing I thought you were actually talking about Like a little sea monkey Like I kept (laughs) it in my house I was like What's this guy talking about bro (laughs) No, I've never had a sea monkey When I was around 10 I was on holiday with the family somewhere And I got to get a gift from a shop I had my pocket money And I remember getting this little thing Called sea monkeys And I remember being really excited Because you got this little kind of Let's call it an aquarium, but really it's about the size of two mugs on top of each other, yeah? Sea for aquarium, and I was like, I'm going to make sea monkeys. The picture on the box showed some monkey-looking creatures that had, like, fish tails, and I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow some real sea monkeys. I remember pouring some little sachets into the water, and then <laughs> about two days later, I see these little insects floating around in Mate, the tank and being severely disappointed bro I remember um, when we had a goldfish and my brother killed it because it just put a like he was trying to feed it but what he did was he just put a, <laughs> one, a slice of bread on top of it so he suffocated <laughs> he just put a slice of bread and it was floating in the, in the goldfish tank oh bless him bless yeah, him. So that, that was that yeah, he tried to give the uh, fish a salad. But yeah, these little specks of dust were in the water and they grew into some little creatures. I remember on the box though, looking at, I remember looking back at the box and looking, right, there's this monkey thing with a tail and looking in the water, looking back at the box, looking back in the water and thinking, wow, this is definitely not the half monkey, half fish thing. I can't feed it banana. It's not going to do any tricks for me. I felt a little bit ripped off, but I came out the back end of it being like, you know what? This is marketing. Anyway, right. So to help you remember that the Artemis slash the brine shrimp yep. are more commonly known as sea monkeys or actually aqua dragons. That sounds cool though. Right? Aqua dragons sounds a lot better. Aqua dragon sounds like, um, it, it, like it sounds it sounds like a Marvel invention <laughs> or like a DC invention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The aqua dragon. Doesn't it? It sounds yeah. like something that would be like around circa Power Rangers, isn't it? Yeah. Back down memory lane. <laughs> So, to help you remember, I'm going to tell you more about their story. The inspiration for sea monkeys 
came from ant farms, right? A man behind oh. scene monkeys, Harold von Braunhart. And after, after being impressed by the success of toy ant farms in the 1950s, this entrepreneur said he wanted to come up with an aquatic competitor. So Braunhart basically was in a pet store and he saw them using brine shrimp as live fish food for aquarium owners. But he saw those and he was like, you know what? These look kind of boring, but there's actually a toy in these because what the thing that I found cool about sea monkeys is that you literally just pour some sachets into some water and they grow. And what happens when they're doing that is actually called cryptobiosis. This is something that brine shrimp do to survive long periods of drought. How it works is brine shrimp produce eggs that when dry can remain dormant for years or even decades. These eggs to the naked human eye look like tiny grains of sand, but if you just add water to them, boom, they come to life. And I will take over the world and Steppenwolf will get his. Steppenwolf and the Aqua Dragons. <laughs> Steppenwolf and the Aqua Dragons will get their redemption in the twelve-hour super cup. <laughs> Zack Snyder's fourteen-hour. And what he's done is he shot it now all vertical, so it's like look at it on Snapchat stories. Ah, yeah. oh, <laughs> uh, what I did with this film was I thought it would be. I'm I'm very much part of the Vert community. We're a um we're a community in the tech community, and we thought you know we will take the Aqua Dragon film, and we will solely film it on IGTV and TikTok. So it's going to be 14 hours in one minute segments. <laughs> part one, part two, part three. <laughs> You're laughing now, Kay. It's two years time. You look back at this, it's happening, bro. Um, so yeah, so uh, Brown Hunt saw this and he thought, chiching, there's a product in this. So how did he turn fish food into a product? I hear you ask, Kay. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> But before capitalism, he needed science. So he actually hired a marine biologist, yeah, who spent time breeding these little fish food shrimp to create sea monkeys. So after Brownhart came up with the idea for sea monkeys, he realized that he needed a special breed of brine shrimp for his aquatic novelty pet in order for his plan to work. To do this, he needed to overcome some challenges. First, water. Brine shrimp needs special salty water to survive. His sea monkeys will need to come with a water purifier mixer capable of converting household tap water into an aquatic environment suitable for shrimp. Is this where John West came in? Yes. Like from John West Tuna. <laughs> Hello, mate. I see you've got a problem there. You need... I usually put my tuna in, in, in brine water. Sometimes what I do, though, is I put it in, in, uh, in oil. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, you can choose what you like. I mean, obviously, it's a bit more expensive for the, uh, for the uh, oil. But the brine... That's, uh, I mean, listen, if you don't want your brine water, put, give, it, give, it, give it here, put my tuna in that. It'd be great. Just put it in the uh, tins. tins. In a lot of people think that tuna is the same as tuna steak. Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> Essentially, what you're getting in tuna, in a tin of tuna, is like, you know, it's like a chicken nugget of the water. You know, it's all the bits that you don't really want in tuna. Tuna steak's really different. No, oh, no, no. yes. Anyway, you want you, you, you anyway you you need brine shrimp water to salt in salty water to survive. So uh, if you need any help, give us a shout. Back. He also had to work on the lifespan because brine shrimp didn't live very long. Dead pets are bad for business, so increasing the average lifespan. Wait, of wait, 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 w
Dead pets are bad for business. Dead pets no, are no, bad no. For dead pets are bad generally. Please, <laughs> can we just like if my pet died? God forbid, I would be distraught, bro. Dead pets are bad for business. <laughs> dead pets are bad for no, bro. Dead pets are bad for just life. Like my enjoy my like that is a part of your family. <laughs> oh, you have a dead pet, do you? Hmm. Bad for business, that is. <laughs> what a knob. Technically, though, I would have thought bad uh, dead pets would be good for business because I've got an uncle who buys fish from a fish shop and he's notoriously will always put the fish into water before they're ready and they'll die and they'll be back at the fish shop. And I, I always say to him, bro, when they see you coming along, they must be like, yep, yeah, he's back. <laughs> he's <laughs> back for more fish. But yeah, yes. anyway, <laughs> survival rates is important as well because as we just said, dead pets are bad for business. So because brine troop are so small, even the smallest change in their environment can have major impacts. So sea monkeys, we need to be resilient and have higher survival rates than regular brine shrimp. Si- yeah, go on. It, like it, the slightest change in their environment can have major impacts as opposed to humans where our whole world has been turned on upside down, but we have found Zoom <laughs> to, to make things work. Sea monkeys, man, you need to find your own version of Zoom, bruv. You're there, like you're there with no with no other way to communicate. Yeah. Get out of it, man. If I use that lazy naming formula, I'll just call it like Aqua Zoom, Sea Zoom instead of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it has to be something like like what what it, like room and Zoom. What rhymes like it'll be like B or something. <laughs> Yeah. So that's like a room. Yeah, that sounds like a bubble. <laughs> right. Size as oh, well. Oh, Jeff, telling me. <laughs> Size as well, because brine shrimp are small and not exciting. You can barely see them. So sea monkeys will need to be as big as possible so that kids could look at them without optical magnifiers like magnifying glass. Because small shrimp are bad for business as well. So to help overcome these issues, Brownhart enlisted a marine biologist, Dr. Anthony Diagostino. Di Come on, you uncultured swine. Why do you not know how to speak Italian? This is an Italian name, Diagostino. It's very easy name. In addition to creating the formulas for sea monkey growth food and water conditioners, Dr. Diagostino also crossbred a special hybrid species of brine shrimp that grew bigger and longer. So that's right, as crazy as it sounds, a marine biologist spent months breeding tiny little brine shrimp into sea monkeys. Don't you think like all of these streaming services and stuff have made us lazy, right? This guy spent months, right? He's got months on hand and he's like, do you know what? I'm going to breed little tiny little brine shrimp to create sea monkeys. Whereas us were like, I'll finish those arc. <laughs> Netflix completed it, mate. I'll finish those arc. I'll finish This Is Us. I'll finished uh, Breaking Bad again. Yeah, have you noticed everyone... <laughs> I've heard so many times people have gone, do you know what I've done? But oh, imagine what, what we could again. have done. Imagine what we could have done if none of us had Netflix or anything like that. Actually, oh, I found out something crazy. It's something like a billion hours of YouTube gets watched every single day or something like like a thousand years. I need to get this stat right. And we'll yeah, and it's all show. Like, but it's a lot of reaction videos and stuff as well. So it's just anyway. I was just thinking if you took all of that time and added it together, we could do some phenomenal things. But we instead, could move the human race forward. But instead, what we want to do is watch videos of other people watching videos. <laughs> Anyway, sea monkeys got their name, Kay. Very good question because of their long body shape. You actually alluded to this before. Long body. So according to their marketing materials, yeah, Dr. Dr. Diagostino was able to crossbreed larger shrimp brand and grow them to up to half an inch, 15 millimeters long. And their long body shapes reminded Broadheart of a monkey tail, thus giving the inspiration for the unique name Sea Monkeys. Okay. So yeah. Uh, It's just lazy to me. I still believe it's lazy. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care if your name is Dr. Diagostino. I just think it's very lazy of you to 
D'Agostino done his job because sea monkeys actually are quite. Here's the impressive thing, though. I've already spoken about the cryptobiosis, but they actually do hatch in. <laughs> Sorry, cryptobiosis sounds like the inception of a cryptocurrency. Ah, that's what we've seen in cryptobiosis. <laughs> non centralized banking. Sea monkey coin, the coin for you. Do you want a decentralized currency that's linked to water and sea monkeys? Are you a fan of the KKK? <laughs> this is the coin for you. <laughs> Dr. Diagostino comes back from the day. I do not do the consent for this one. A fully grown sea monkey can reproduce sexually or asexually. So this is like Jurassic Park now, Kate. Wow. Fascinating. Absolutely. So there are male and female sea monkeys. Once they mature, you can easily tell the difference in gender between fully grown sea monkeys. Male monkeys have large mating hands that are used for holding onto females whilst mating. (laughs) (laughs) And the females have two giant egg sacs. Wow. So they have mating hands, isn't it? You know what they say about big hands. (laughs) Hey! So, yeah. um, So for many kids, sea monkeys are their first exposure to the reproduction process because since you're feeding them food, they don't need to really search for it. So they spend a lot of their time having a lot of sex. Yeah, we are Dutch and we're having a lot of sex. We are the Dutch sea monkeys. Oh, look at the hands. Look at the hands. The hands are so big. Yes, let me wrap them around you. (laughs) Do you like my hands? Mm. They are so big. Mm. They remind me of my creator, Mm. Von Brunhunt. Whatever you do, make sure you use Bloom to call me tomorrow. Don't use me as a as a booty call. I'm not some kind of monkey Bloom booty call. Bloom me tomorrow. Bloom me tomorrow. Um, so yeah, so sea monkeys live for about one to two weeks. A female sea monkey is can that produce, it? yeah, up to fifty young at a time. And when I say female, that is a life, you know. I'm yeah. only alive for two weeks. I'm gonna fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck everything in my sight. What do you mean? I only got two weeks to live, man. I'm going to take life's beautiful pleasures. Like what? Are you going to eat? No, man. I'm going to fuck every goddamn day. Every goddamn day I'm alive, I'm going to have sex. I think that's a lot of sex. I don't give a shit, man. I'm going to spend my life fucking. What's better than having an orgasm? Exactly. A female sea monkey can produce 50 young at a time and by herself. She does not require a male, so she can reproduce asexually. So she doesn't need any fertilization from a male. Imagine being in a society, Kay, where we really were unnecessary for women to reproduce. Like, imagine that. I feel like we would feel super. I'd feel so redundant, bro. This is. Imagine that being an option. Like, hey, babe, um, I'd like to have kids. With I'm you, not going to um, lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Right? I feel like women would love that option. <laughs> Because us males, waste man, yeah, us males have not helped ourselves throughout history. Hundred percent. We will. Society will just end up like you. You know, Wonder. Have you ever watched Wonder Woman? Yeah. Where it's just that where she's from that island and it's just I, women. Yeah, I, I, that that's what would happen. You allow your man to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're with a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but why you, would you do that? Can you imagine the ultimate insult? You're like with your other half. You're like, oh, I think we'd make a lovely baby together, and then she's like. <sighs> I think I'd make one pet by myself, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> you imagine that? Like, yeah, I think we should have kids. Yeah, that's cool, but... um, I don't like your toes. Yeah, your toes are a bit... and Yeah. Mm. No, I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, that's mad, though. But, like, 
I know there's somebody, some scientist going, but actually, because there isn't um, both sets of chromosomes, what would essentially happen is you're getting a child that is exactly a clone of yourself. So you wouldn't be getting something that's a fully-fledged child, more so a clone, because there is only one set of DNA. And to that we say, let us live in our <laughs> fantasy land. This podcast is about fantasy. This podcast isn't in the fact part, yeah, of... of are we in the facts... I don't know, we just answer questions. Entertainment is what we are, yeah. We're more entertainment, we entertain. There is some facts that are real, but other ones... Take with a pinch of salt. It's okay. Right, so the next fact here I got for you. Male sea monkeys will fight to the death, right? So They fit in a lot into two weeks. I'm going to have sex and I'm going to (laughs) fight. And you gonna die. <laughs> you gonna die, and then I'm gonna go back to fucking. It's like it, I bet it's like the Wild West in their tank, isn't it? It's just crazy. All shit's going on. Got people fucking next to each other, hands everywhere. People dying, babies popping out fifty at a time. This sounds like Magaluf. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, so male sea monkeys will fight to the death. They use their big mating hands to hold on to each other and hurt each other but sometimes when they use their big hands to fight each other they lock together and they crush their opponents to death that's what they do with their mating hands the winner obviously gets the girl but sometimes their hands are so locked that when your opponent dies they're stuck to you so (laughs) sometimes you have a male male floating around the tank with another male that he's just killed joins him trying to mate and apparently it doesn't doesn't go down very well mate my name is Maximus Desmus Meridius and I'm still attached sorry, to the person that sorry, I killed. Sorry, Kay. We have to make it sound more aqua for this one, please. Sorry, can we start that again? <laughs> my, name is, my name is Maximus Des, Decimus Meridius. And I'm still attached to the person that I've killed. So dead sea monkeys can also give birth to live babies. As sea monkeys start to mature, the eggs are in the female sex. Like I said, they don't need to be fertilised by men. So... Basically, when they give birth directly from their egg sacs, this is called vivipariti or live birth. However, if the embryos continue to develop after the after the uh, female um, sea monkey has died, then that is called necrovivipariti, birth by the dead. So just imagine if humans could do that as well. It'd be very impressive. But yeah, so that's quite. <laughs> I'm. Uh, this is one hundred percent going to end up in a comic book one day. Necroviviparity, creation of birth by the dead. Oh my god, we have to stop this. The egg doesn't even need to be attached to the mother to hatch. If a female sea monkey feels threatened, she may even detach her eggs and let them float away. Her babies can then hatch directly from the eggs. This process is called oviparity, or egg birth. And that means that really they're kind of death-proof. Even though they don't live very long, your population when you have sea monkeys will decrease from like hundreds to dozens in a matter of weeks. And if they start dying sooner, probably because you've overfed them or thrown a bit of bread in the top like your brother did, Kay... (laughs) Too much sea monkey food in the tank will cause bacteria to multiply and use up all the oxygen, which suffocates them. But if you have one female left, just one female, she can single-handedly, even though she hasn't got the mating hands, replenish your entire aquarium. <laughs> sea monkeys have been to outer space. Apparently, in the, in the name of science, they've, NASA have sent some up. Uh, they've been looking for different creatures all the time. Ants, cats, frogs, fruit flies, and even sea monkeys, like I've just said. Can we stop sending shit missions. to space? Like... Just stop it. Like, What is the point of sending these things to space, man? Okay, they sent 400 million sea monkeys up to space. Why? To see how they get on in zero gravity. Oh, fuck off, man. Just like, what is the point? NASA's just being dickheads right now, bro. What is the point of sending all these poor things? Like, they're just... 
they got two weeks and you're sending <laughs> and you're sending them up to space some of them are going raw what's this place bro? croak straight away they go oh this is really bad nice, like, but it's like what what the, what happens to the war is zero oh my gosh man i just well good question Kate. actually they thrived in outer space and they grew bigger and faster without gravity so to celebrate the mission, a special Sea Monkey tank called Sea Monkey Space Shuttle Edition was released. So they made some money off that as well. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <sighs> right. You can teach Just monkeys in like astronauts gear and stuff <laughs> you can teach sea monkeys tricks right so there are several tricks you can teach your sea monkeys to perform such as hypnotism acrobatic swimming and wait, even wait. baseball wait wait, wait 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 this is what upset me when i read stuff wait, like wait, this wait, i believed wait. it when it's I was like it's like oh my dog sit up <laughs> this one hypnotism <laughs> like as if it's some casual <laughs> Little trick that anybody learns. Like you just come in and your dog's like, <laughs> you'll see monkeys like, look into my eyes, not around the eyes, but in the eyes. Now, yes. What what is the issue that you have? Um, you want to quit smoking? Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Lovely. Yes. Look at this watch I have. Okay. Look at it. Uh, side, side, left to right, left uh, to right. You are now in a trance. Uh, you are now in a trance. Uh, you will stop smoking. Instead uh, of smoking, you will eat cheese strings uh, with John West tuna. Uh, <laughs> Every day when you fancy some nicotine. Uh, well, I don't know what just happened there, but I feel like having some tuna fish and some cheese strings, mate. Um, That's nasty. Well, so, so basically, 
These tricks actually rely on how sea monkeys react to light. So one common trick is to shine a flashlight at the top of your aquarium when you feed them. After doing that a few times, they'll naturally start following the light wherever it goes. Oh, the light. But it gets a bit tricky here because the sea monkey manual also explains how to perform acrobatic sea monkey tricks. This basically involves scaring the shit out of your sea monkeys. Now to do that, you put them in a dark area for five to ten minutes and then shine a bright flashlight on them. The result is they'll start swimming around in a panic and their erratic panic swimming patterns look like acrobatic spinning and twirling. Basically, you're torturing them because they get scared. It's like putting you in a dark room and just going, Ugh, and they go, Ugh, Ugh. like when you turn around and spin around, going, what was that? You're like, huh, acrobatics. Cute. It's just like people trying to punch you from every angle and you're moving around and like, look at him, he's so cute. Look at the way he's moving. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like some big motherfucker in the side like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you, man. I'm going to beat the shit out of beat you, Beat your ass, boy. Uh, another one, the marketing artwork for Sea Monkeys was created by the future VP of DC Comics. I knew it! I knew there was something coming! You were, you were nail on the head, Kay. Nail on the head with that one, yeah. So basically, he used the vice president of DC Comics, uh, Joe Orlando. He illustrated an iconic... <laughs> that name has to be fake, man. Joe Orlando. Hi, I'm Joe Orlando. That is a proper, DC. like, all-American name, okay. in it? Joe Orlando. <laughs> Look at me. Wow. What do you do, Joe? Joe Orlando, VP of DC Comics. Joe, why do you always talk about yourself in the third person? Because Joe Orlando is VP of DC Comics. <laughs> So uh, so he used comic book artwork um, and I looked carefully at the comic book artwork and in a little small bit of like small print they've got the art, the creatures are not intended to depict the actual sea monkeys themselves. So you can see from the artwork they've got a picture of like these monkeys chilling outside a castle looking very human-like, right? Yeah, that looks scary, bro. Mugged us the off. The kid looks like Bart Simpson. <laughs> but yeah, so basically he put these little adverts in comic books and he'd ask, he, this is the first direct marketing to kids, actually, that was ever done. So usually they'd have stuff put on the TV or an adult stuff, but he put these little vouchers in magazines that, for kids. And then they <laughs> when bought When you they just said them. adult stuff, I just had a, I just had a, had a, had a <sighs> thought of like, <sighs> instead of like, are you looking for singles in your area? It was just like, sea monkeys are looking for you. Sea monkeys in Ladbroke Grove <laughs> are waiting for you. Just click this button right now. Local sea monkeys. Ready to do acrobatic tricks for you. Sea monkeys also have their own line of toys, food and accessories. So compared to most toys kids ask their parents for, a packet of sea monkeys is cheap. I think they started off at like a dollar back in the day, yeah? And then it cost a few quid now. But it's all about the novelty tanks and accessories. That's where the money's made, Kay, right? In Morning. There we go. So after hatching your sea monkeys, one of the first things you'll need to do is feed them. So what do sea monkeys eat? Their primary source is green algae. You can either grow your own algae by leaving a bucket in the water or buy some. I think you're probably going to do the latter of that, yeah? Like any other pet, sea monkeys have their own line of food products. So they've got sea monkey baby food, superfood, a banana treat, a grow quickly growth stimulator, red magic vitamins, and even something called Cupid's arrow, which as far as I know, is sea monkey Viagra. I need my dick to work, man. I got two more days to live. I've been fucking so much, my dick has stopped working. What do you have for me? I got some Cupid's arrow. You want some Cupid's arrow? <laughs> this shit'll get you hard, man. This shit will keep you going. You could go and fuck for hours, man. You defo need it. Man, I need it now! Give me that! <laughs> they also have toys and accessories. The electronic ocean zoo, the showboat, the sea monkey oxymist air pump. You can even buy them diamonds. This is an actual advert 
for sea monkey diamonds. The heap of sparkling sea gems keeps sea monkeys happy and entertained by giving them toys that they will really play with. So pretty they might as well be real. Watch the sea monkeys have fun by tossing sea diamonds around like beach balls. They even learn to climb up and ride them as if they were surfboards. This gives them the exercise they need to stay fit. But most amazing, as the water levels drop in your aquarium, sea diamonds rise up from the bottom and float mid-water, seemingly in defiance of the laws of gravity. The sea monkeys now wind their way among the mysteriously suspended gems swimming in and out of the enchanted maze. So fantastic it must be seen to be believed. Absolute bollocks, isn't it? It's rubbish. How, how can they get away with that? Bruv? Like, clear, like none of that happens. Anyway, but um, one thing that you should probably avoid is the sea monkey necklace because that's basically a little plastic bubble that you put your sea monkey inside and wear around your neck and run around all day with a little thing. These are scary. Mm. Sea monkeys are also edible, Kay. So after all, they are tiny shrimp. So you'll never be in this type of survival situation, I hope. If necessary, but you can consume While I'm in their mouth! <laughs> Look at this big I need a fuck. I I got one day left, man. If I'ma live, I'ma fuck the shit out of another fucking shrimp while I'm in the mouth. Imagine one that impregnates your tongue. It's warm. It's wet. It's mine. You telling me this ain't a this ain't a shrimp? Yo, this tongue. I'ma fuck the shit out of your tongue. Ooh, look at this. Oh, look at this groove here. Oh. The words of Chris Rock. All I need is a crease. <laughs> Can you imagine going to the doctors though, innit? Like two days later, like, uh, can you tell me what it is, please? Uh, there seems to be some eggs there. Egg? Yes. <laughs> Egg. <laughs> okay. Why are you speaking like you've got a cock in your mouth, Mark? <laughs> I don't fuck this shit out of his tongue, man! <laughs> he was lying to us all along, Brown Hunt. He was ah. lying to us. A closer read of the painting for Sea Monkeys shows that Brown Hut has been fooling us all along. It's not what you think. Remember I told you you put the sachet in to purify the water, then the eggs, then some food. What Brown Hut didn't tell us was that a packet number one also contains the eggs so that when he tells you to wait for 24 hours after adding packet number two, you're at, you've actually waited for 48 hours in total. So what he does is he actually gives you an extra 24 hours to let your eggs start to breed and show. The second packet is just blue dye that you put in to help you see your shrimp. The same guy who invented sea monkeys also invented x-ray specs. Brownheart was a prolific inventor. His inventions included x-ray spectacles, crazy air-breathing crabs, hair-raising monsters, a crazy water horse show. Most of these sound like different names for sea monkeys, but you know, whatever. His best invention though was the invisible goldfish. All you had to do was send Brownheart a dollar, you get an empty fish tank back and some fish food and the advert promised you would never see the goldfish. Okay. Genius. I, I just feel like prolific inventor is a bit of a stretch when you're claiming to create x-ray specs that aren't really, that never work. Never were really at all x-ray I've at all. I've made uh, glasses with dark spec, <laughs> dark glass. Oh my so God. You could, just, you could just say shit, innit? Yeah, like back a- in the day you could just say shit. Hey, I've got some... Um, I've got I've got some uh, football boots that uh, make you play football like Pele. You know what? That is what air bubbles did, isn't it? Everyone's like air bubbles make you better at basketball. Bro. Like Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Jordan. Sorry, yeah. I got mad. the rap lyrics mixed up. You know when they say like Michael, anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, all of the Michaels, all the MJs. Anyway, whoa. Speaking of his inventions, Kay, he did invent a weapon, and this is where things really get dark. 
He made a pen-sized coil springs weapon that unfurled like a metal whip with the flick of the wrist. It was called the Kyoga. Yeah. And it kind of took off, mate. So you see, scientists see that th- those things like pen-sized coil springed, and then they go, ah, a new form of contraception. Like, no, man. Like, fucking stop trying to put shit into women's bodies. If you do want to learn about uh, the history of contraception, go back to previous episodes where we describe that as well. Oh, so much. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he released that. Apparently, uh, the Kyoga was a really, really big deal. It was an M5 self-defense baton spring-loaded with an, a round tip on it. So... You've probably seen like a bad guy in an action film whip out the little handheld baton, right? Yeah. That was the Kyoga that he invented. So using the same technique as he did with the advert that we just spoke about for Sea Monkeys, he placed them in adult reading material. He peddled the Kyoga for fifty nine ninety five. Anytime calling you it- say adult reading material, it's just always like, and then he came and touched my neck and then pulled out the Kyoga. <laughs> like, it's just like, where does that fit into like... Slow kisses from behind the ear. Down to the neck. And then he pulled out the Kyoga and smacked 14 motherfuckers with them. He said this about the Kyoga. It's the ideal weapon if you need a gun but can't get a license. I can imagine it selling quite well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you mean to say if I can't get a license for a gun, I could use this here thing? So <laughs> consider you consider yourself a millionaire. I'm going to yeah. buy 1,300 of these. How many How many bullets does it, can you put in it, sir? Oh, no bullets. <laughs> No bullets. It just okay. you just smack people over the head with. So it's a stick. I like. I rather call it a baton. But yeah, here's where things get super dark. The inventor of sea monkeys was a huge racist. Lovely, but to be fair, <laughs> no, not to be fair. As in, like, wow, right. clip that bit, <laughs> clip that bit. Let's put it on social media. But I, I think he like defends mo- racism. <laughs> were most people racist at that time? I think most people are. Racist now <laughs> yeah. feels like it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. certain corners of the interweb. Yeah, so like I feel like yeah, it's not much of a surprise. Like oh, they hated everybody that at that point in time. I think when you put him up against, it's just degrees of the racism, backdrop of somebody who is makes things for innocent kids, and then you realize it. But he makes things for innocent white kids. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his, and all of them innocent. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's that was the mind state back then. Like we make them for good American families. Okay, it wasn't for. So yeah, it's not shocking to me that he's a huge. I mean, huge. Mm. Is probably the only bit. So what? Uh, it was shocking that he was racist, but so, yeah, shocking what, that he was a huge racist. So what you're saying is you're not shocked that he's racist because no. of the time it was. Yeah. but you agreed with his racism. No, I don't <laughs> agree with his racism. <laughs> I'm saying I. The only shocking part of it is that he's a huge racist so, as opposed to just a racist. So just to clarify, you support his state of mind, Kay? Is I do not <laughs> continue. All right, cool. Well, he didn't try to hide his racist views, though, Kay. In 1988. Whoa. <laughs> Here's me thinking, like, it was much earlier. I was thinking this was, like, 1888 or something. That's why I was like, 1988. Now, this was after, like, Richard Pryor was on TV and stuff, and you're yep. still racist. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, now I am shocked he was a huge racist. So, in 1988, in an interview with the Seattle Times, he called Korean shop owners. I'm not even saying that. Exactly right. He said something about, about their eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Then he went on to clarify his views with this comment. You know what side I'm on. I don't make any bones about it. Yeah, that's when everything, that's when you, yeah. Clicks into just, place this now, is right? It's just like everything just goes downhill like this. Yeah, this is, please stop. 
In addition to attending the Aryan Nation's annual gatherings, he also provided funding and support for these groups. For example, von Braunhardt purchased weapons for the Ku Klux Klan and even donated a portion of the profits of his Kyoga Agent M5 self-defense baton to the Aryan Nations. There are videos of a Hendrik von Braun in a KKK video that surfaced and a lot of the evidence points towards this ash, this Hendrik von Braun. Hendrik being Hendrik von Braun is actually Harold von Braunhardt. Exactly, right? So the fact that he sold products targeted at kids and used the proceeds from these sales to help fund these hate groups <laughs> makes things worse, right? That's like finding out the guy that created Baby Shark do 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 Baby Shark do 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 is like just I hate everybody <laughs> white power like do, do you know what I mean it would like you'd be like but you made Baby Shark bruv yeah yeah like he's he's there harpooning sharks this is like it's his harpooning song he's there yeah, with Baby Sharks bro. going I'm killing baby 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 shark killing th- baby 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 <laughs> That is really sinister. I really um, trivialized it there, yeah. which I'm not. This is terrible. But, but yeah. like, that's cr- like, yeah. Imagine if the owner of like, sorry, the creator yeah. of that song had, we'd all be in a frenzy. So this is a very similar thing. Yeah. And, and this is, bear in mind, Sea Monkeys aren't exciting now, but these were quite a popular toy back then. Right. Um, it is like, yeah, no, nah, that's mad. Yeah. There's a silver lining to this story though. Von Braunhardt's his widow. By the way, so this guy was actually up there with the guys on stage talking about how he supported their, their, you know, they had like meetings, Grand Wizards and all that got together. He was part of that crazy, right? Anyway, if there's a silver lining to the story, Von Braunhardt's widow lost control of most of the Sea Monkey brand after his death. And she also made a series of bad deals with big time toys and now struggles to pay her bills. Now, this is us presuming that she has the same views as him. If she doesn't, cool. But if she does, haha. Um, and according to an article in the New York Times, uh, she's not doing so well. So if you buy Sea Monkeys today, then mon- the money is no longer helping to fund organisations like the KKK. It does get deeper. There's a further twist, K. Oh. Harold von Braunhardt was born Harold Braunhardt to a Jewish family in New York. Oh, so hold on. Harold Braunhardt. Yeah. A Jewish... So the inventor oh. of Sea Monkeys was a Jewish man pledging large portions of his fortune to an anti-Semitic hate group. Wow. That's correct. Do you know that's the self hate is real? It's ridiculous. So, uh, despite his Jewish ethnicity, von Braunhardt was closely involved in several white supremacist groups. His final patent in 2002 was the Sea Monkey Watch, which is a small tank that you wear on your wrist with a sea monkey inside, which feels a lot darker now after having this conversation. Are you having a little Why sea monkey track? Why was this still like in 2002 still popular? Like, I don't get it. I don't know, man. Crazy. Anyway, well, we had we had internet. You can go on Yahoo Hooligans. Yeah. Yahoo. So, okay, for 10 points, which novelty children's toy pet previously helped to fund the KKK? Sea monkeys. Aqua dragons. <laughs> that was it for this episode of Ain't Got A Clue. If you like it, don't forget to subscribe, like us, and pick one friend and tell them about us. Get them to download the show. Listen yeah, to um, and, and you can follow us on Patreon and mm-hmm. uh, for the price of like 75p a week. Mm-hmm. That isn't even a cheese string. Exactly. Um, it, it might be, actually. Mm. They've gone up in price. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you could get extra episodes of this and you can support um, the production of the podcast. Definitely. Um, and you can possibly get them early as well. Yeah. So Made a really good point as well, Kay, actually. Add free episodes on there as well. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. get these episodes ad free and you yeah. get bo- one bonus episode, which is only for the patrons. Only for the patrons. Uh, so yeah, if you want to follow me, it's K-A-E-K-Y-D. Yeah, I'm Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y on all social medias as well. K done like, this is, this. you might be listening to this whenever, but recently on IG, K did this amazing video about being a year into lockdown. 
and I've never thought somebody exhaling, exhaling like that <sighs> could touch me like that. You have to go search for that video, yeah, because I don't know when you're listening to this, but roll back to like March 2021 and look for Kay's video. This is, uh, mate, it was funny. It was deep, that video. It's very deep. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, make sure you fill us up. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Follow us on all social medias. Uh, thank you for listening to Ain't Got A Clue. We'll see you in the next episode, man. Bye. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.